hanging out with these family members is really, really draining. Make sure you give yourself time before and after to do something that fills your cup. Understand that like when you go into this environment, you're on an oxygen tank and you only have so much. It really is frustrating wanting extraordinary results without first wanting to become an extraordinary person. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. All right, let me um, let me try to find a way to let Amy in here. We're jeffing because we're remote. All right, here comes Amy. Amy, what's happening? Hi, Hi. Amy. Hey. It's fancy. Oh, thanks. Um, before we start the questions, I have a question for you guys that I forgot to ask beforehand. Sure. Do you want me to send you the questions or no? Yes, please. Not me. Oh, all right. Alan, I got you. <laughs> well, well, now I got to watch, watch, watch this go off the rails now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to step up to the plate. No, no, Amy, don't send them. We're going to challenge. I'm going to challenge myself. Okay. Okay. Um, first question. How do you combat and increase the trust that great things will fill the void once you let go of the, of the things that no longer serve you? I would say you got to do it once. It's, it's like anything else. Um, everything is scary, even more scary before you do it the first time. I would say you have to have the faith one time and do it with something small. Like don't, you know, you don't have to do like something big, uh, do it with something with training wheels and then realize very quickly that it will work. And this is the other thing too. It doesn't happen right away. Sometimes it's like retrospective of like, oh, if I didn't do that, that never would have happened. So it's almost like you have to do it with faith that it will pay off. And then you have to go about your life and then worry about connecting the dots later. And then the last thing I would say is if you've determined that this thing that you're willing to let go of to create a void is not serving you at the highest level, even if nothing fills it, you're still in a net win situation. You're getting rid of negativity. Even if you're at neutral, you're still winning. So even if it doesn't fill, you're still in a, pos a positive position. Uh, I think faith is your belief in something you cannot see yet. Even from the, the perspective of like faith in something beyond this life, right? We can't, none of us know, none of us can see it, but some of us know that it's there. And I think that if you're out there and you're wondering, like, and you have uncertainty of like, okay, well, if I give up this person, this place, this thing, or this idea, how do I know something better will come? I think you have to believe in your own ability to create that. You don't believe in your own abilities enough. You don't believe in your own capabilities enough. And I think belief actually, I didn't realize this until recently. Um, I'm still learning so much at 32. I think belief actually is earned some people have it delusionally. I, I will agree with that. But like most of it is earned through mathematical certainty. So uh, who's a good example of this? Okay, Evan Carmichael. He has 6,000, I looked it up recently, 6,842 videos. I think it's more than that now. Of course he believes in his own ability to succeed on YouTube. We, how bad would you have to be to do 6,800 videos and not be successful on YouTube? 
I mean, he just surpassed 3 million subscribers, right? If he believes in his own ability on YouTube, that was earned through 6,800 proving it, proving it, evidence. And so if you're out there asking that question, you got to go prove it more. And it's a dichotomy. You got to have courage. You got to believe in your own abilities and you got to have courage to make the shift. There's a book behind me called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And one of the laws of growth is the law of trade-offs. Kevin already mentioned this. You feel the pain of the loss before the pleasure of the gain. Say that one more time. You feel the pain of the loss long before the pleasure of the gain. So you have to have faith in your own ability to succeed, at whatever that is, getting a new relationship, getting a new car, getting a new job. You have to have courage. You have to have courage and you have to believe in your own ability. And if you don't, you got to keep the small promises until you do. That's the Kevin approves nod. I like that. I approve. Yeah. <laughs> as you let your old self go to become a new version of you, but others see you as your older self, how do you help others make that shift to be more in alignment with your current self? You want, uh, um, so you guys knew I'd do this because I don't have the questions in front of me and I'm, I'm reverting to my training. I need, I need you to please ask the question <laughs> one more time, Amy. <laughs> I jeffed it. It is what it is. All right, I'm going to take off. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Amy, one more time. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No worries. Okay. <clears throat> As you let your old self go to become a new version of you, but others see you as your older self. How do you help others make that shift to be more in alignment with your current self? Yeah, fire. Communicate your truth. So um, like very, very succinctly, very explicitly. Uh, what's a good example of this? Okay, here's a good example of this. Let's say that you decide to quit drinking. And not only that, but you decide to stop spending time with other people who drink, not because they're bad people, but because you don't want to be around it. You just explicitly say, I still value our friendship, but I no longer spend any time with anyone who's drinking. So I will not be going to anything where anyone's drinking. So please just know that for the future. Um, it's nothing personal. It's just a decision that I've made in my life that's congruent with who I aspire to be. And I want you to say that explicitly. Kevin will never invite me to the bar. Never. If he does, the answer is no. And he knows that in advance. Because he knows that's not commiserate with what I aspire to be, right? And you have to be stern, even the tenacity in my voice, have the courage to be stern and people will understand, but you have to have the courage to explicitly communicate that. And then be all right with the fact that just because you communicate it doesn't mean everybody's going to be on board. Like that's the, that's the thing anyway, right? That's the hard part. Telling people, look, I'm not going to do this is one thing. And oh, that's very hard too. But it's, it's the secondary part of like, when they say, well, we're going to do it anyway, you should come. You just have to continue living in your truth. You can tell people and you can show people. It doesn't mean people are going to be up for it. And if they're not, that just goes back to the point of the truth highlights the truth. If you tell somebody your authentic truth, like when Alan said that to me, it's like, yeah, of course, man, of course not. Like, I, I wouldn't expect you to come. In fact, we've, we haven't talked about this. My So Tara and I are having a celebration after we go elope in Colorado, that's at a, a vineyard. If Alan doesn't come, I'll totally understand. Like it's a vineyard. They make wine and stuff. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. I would never hold that against him. But when you tell your truth, you get somebody else's truth back. Your truth is a light that shines on somebody else's darkness. 
I remember I told you this, Alan, back in the day when it was the hyper conscious podcast, number one rated podcast in the world ever of all time. That's false. I just lied to you. Um, so somebody I was talking to said, Hey, Kev, you think too much. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I think too much. Like I have a podcast called Hyperconscious. Like that's my job. I'm supposed to think too much. As she told me her truth, I told my truth back and she filtered out of my life. So it's a possibility that these people might filter out of your life, but they won't if you don't live in, in your truth after they, they give you theirs. What was your truth that she thinks too little? Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, I like thinking this much. Exactly. It's the first time I've ever thought this much. It's my favorite part about it's Kevin. My favorite part. Second about, favorite part. About first me. part. I, we won't talk about. I, that was bad. Um, <laughs> the fact that he. I'm just gonna illuminate it. Uh, the fact that Kevin came from from uh, very humble beginnings is I my favorite that. part. Yeah, I appreciate Absolutely. That. <laughs> it's a funny one today. This is good. This is good. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Where do I get started to determine what is a 10 out of 10 for my higher self? Yeah, I think you sit down and figure out like, okay. I told Alan this. Yesterday was Sunday. I took I took yesterday off completely. I'm burnt out from travel. I haven't been sleeping as, sleeping as much. I've been very reactive. And when I woke up today, I was like ready to get after it. Yes, me taking a day for myself was awesome, but that's not in a high level of alignment. And I based that off the fact of today, I got up at 4.45, I went to the gym, I did cardio, I meditated, I'm going to eat 100% of my PPT, recorded six episodes or whatever it is. And I feel so fulfilled. I feel so productive. Like that is proof that I'm doing the right thing. I think that you have to reflect on your day, your week, your month. When were you the happiest? When were you the most fulfilled? You were probably doing more things that were tens out of tens. What are the things that you regret? Like when that person texts you and says, Hey, come out tonight or come over to my place, whatever it may be. And you go do it the next day. You're like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. That's not serving you. That's not serving you. So Figure out what are the things you feel better after you did? What are the things you feel worse after you did? And start creating a list. And like, think of it this way. Uh, we have these amazing pieces of technology and we know a lot about them. And we know a lot about the Instagram algorithm and the Facebook algorithm and how to change your background photo and all that stuff. We have to start learning more about us. We have to start learning more about us as human beings. What really fills your cup? Alan and I have a speech on that. We have a speech on what really fills your cup because we realize that a lot of people don't know that. That it's the same thing as what's really serving you. We don't often base our successes off of the feelings and the fulfillment. We base it off of the externals. So you have to sit down and get real with yourself about like what really fulfills you, what really serves you. And I would just make a list and be just be explicit. Just be explicit because it's probably different than everybody else and that's okay. Hey everybody, this is Matt Kramer coming at you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Kevin, Alan, and the rest of the NLU team. Um, I have come across them in the last year and honestly can say of all the places and people that I get information from for self-improvement, for operating at peak performance, these guys know how to bring it um, and their team knows how to bring it too. Uh, all the content they put out, whether it's a podcast, a book club, um, a quick hit video, um, their coaching, any of it is just next level, honestly. Um, no pun intended, it, it is next level. Uh, they drop a lot of knowledge bombs no matter what you're doing and 
being part of the group coaching has allowed me to really harness the knowledge that they bring to the table. Um, these guys definitely walk the walk and don't just talk the talk, which is <clears throat> the best thing about these guys. Um, you really feel like you get that personalized experience and they know how to bring it. Uh, very, very strong work, Kev. I'm I not even going to add much, honestly, because I agree. Fulfillment is the tell-all. If, if it fulfills you, um, here's what I'll do. You don't know you love something or someone because you always want to do it. It's you're always glad you did. And and that's what fulfills Kevin is different than what fulfills me is different than what fulfills Amy. And that fulfillment is the soul's recognition of alignment with its highest self. Very, very quick story. Emilia and I, yes, I know. <laughs> in incoming 10, 10 hour story. <laughs> no, um, Emilia and I, I remember there was this one night where we really wanted to go to dinner with her family. We also wanted to do, we do a, a books for babes every, every Christmas. And basically we were delivering boxes of books to teachers because during COVID we wanted to bring them to the kids, but we couldn't see the kids at the time. And then on top of that, we also wanted to go to the gym because fitness is a core value. Helping kids is a core value and family is a core value. And I remember, um, she, uh, fell asleep and we ended up having way less time. We were actually dr bringing books to teachers' houses at like 1 a.m. And I was like, this is like dangerous because we're people are going to think we're robbing houses. Like, we got to stop this. But anyways, I remember asking her like, what's the 10 out of 10? And she said like, all of those are 10 out of 10. I said, no, 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 no. They can't all be 10 out of 10. So the 9.8 was family. I think the 9.9 .9 was fitness. And I think the 10 out of 10 was uh, delivering the books. And that's why we delivered the books. You can't make good decisions if you're telling yourself a false story. You have to understand what fulfills you at level 10. And if it doesn't, just be honest. Kevin and Taryn do this all the time. It's like, how? what was that concert for you at a 10? And I think Taryn said six or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, would we still go next time? Very last thing, I promise. Emilia just turned 27. And I told her, and Amy, you were there for this. We were painting her office. I said, aren't you so excited to take 26 years of failing forward and invest it into your 27th year? You know, your 27th year is going to be better than your 26 other years because you're going to invest all of those failures and all that new wisdom into your 27th year. Emilia knows herself better now than she ever has. So, of course, 27 is going to be more effective decision making, assuming that she's honest with herself. Great answer, Jeff. And that's a, that's a, a just to tie it up, fail forward. Like you're probably not going to know right away, but you'll learn through experience. When you start paying attention to something, you'll start seeing more of what you're looking for. So start looking out for it. One more? Maybe two. One more. Depending Maybe on two. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are not really a 10 out of 10 for me anymore. The problem is if I'm going to see my little brother, I'm going to have to spend time with uh, people who are not really 10 out of 10. How can I mitigate this? Mm-hmm. Uh, invite your brother elsewhere. Find something that is 10 out of 10. Um, here's a good example. So um, there's a show called House MD. It's my favorite show on television um, because I think that the moral and ethical dilemmas that they contemplate, and it's based on Sherlock Holmes, which is one of my favorite characters because he's unbelievably observant and, and deductive reasoning is a huge, huge thing for me. My mom and I love that show. And so uh, I think it was my mom's birthday. I forget what it was. It was something special, a special occasion for my mom. And I was going to just order food and we were going to watch our favorite show together. And Emilia basically said, well, you know, exercise is a core value for you. And your mom's really trying to get into exercise lately. Why don't you invite her on a hike instead? Instead of going back to what you used to do, why not evolve 
towards who you guys are to now. Uh, now, like let your relationship evolve rather than just continuing to go back to the go-to. There's nothing wrong with House MD. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do know that my mom really wants to exercise more. And I know that I exercise a lot. And so instead, what we did is we actually took my mom on a hike with Tucker, with Emilia, myself. Um, there's a really beautiful place in Oxbridge. It was gorgeous. There's pictures of it. But um, it ended up being a blast. And we also took uh, my sister's dog, Shiloh, with us as well. So that was more of a 10 out of 10 than just going back to that same old thing. Uh, so that's the way I would answer it is, is bring your little brother into the new world with you rather than going back into that old world. I would second that. And, and if you can't, right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to give a, a another side of that. Uh, not everything is going to be a 10 out of 10. I, I mean, realistically, like uh, even for Alan and I, at this point, not everything's a 10 out of 10. We're working towards that, but there's going to be things that you have to do that you don't necessarily want to do. Um, is it worth it? How can you improve it? Those are all always great questions. And also what can you do before and after to kind of cleanse your energy? If, if you, you know, hanging out with these family members is really, really draining. Make sure you give yourself time before and after to do something that fills your cup. Understand that like when you go into this environment, you're on an oxygen tank and you only have so much. But I think Alan's answer is the first, the first answer for sure is try to make a more aligned if it's a six out of 10, what can we do to get it to seven? What, what can we do to get it to eight? If you get it to eight and that's where it feels like it's capped, then understand that, you know, you're still going to want to do that thing. So make sure you give yourself a little bit of extra before and after time to, to fill your oxygen tank up. Kev, that's a good point. I just want to say this really quickly. There's never going to be all 10 out of 10s. Mm. You know, Amy spent the night on Saturday. We did our work. Um, because Emilia for her birthday wanted to paint her office and painting is not a 10 out of 10 for me. Business consulting is, but painting with Emilia and Amy on a Sunday for Emilia's birthday is closer to 10 than not doing that. Mm -hmm. And so you're never going to get all 10s out of 10s, but you're going to get more percentage, more percentage, more percentage, more percentage aligned with your highest self. And then as you grow and evolve, you're going to learn more about yourself, which is then going to bridge, create it more of a gap. Every time you learn about yourself, now you immediately have new choices that are more aligned. So it's an infinite game. Don't get caught up on like, am I perfect? There is no perfect day. There is no perfect month. There is no perfect year. There's just better months, better days, better years. Uh, and I think that's important. Strong work. Last one, Amy. One more. Sure. Um, how do you know when you get 1% better? Interesting. That's a great question. You just feel it in your bones. <laughs> you have a real answer uh no i i think you you measure it you measure it i mean every single what wednesday we do our team call where we go through and we do social media sales marketing next level nation podcast and we say like okay did we go up or did we go down um week to week every single and that's that was my idea all of that was my idea so <laughs> no that was that was all Alan's idea. So I think the only real way to do it is to measure it. That's, that would be my answer is really get, get clear on like, what are the actual measurements of, of my performances? You can't win a game you don't define. Uh, so, so basketball, a three point shot is behind this line. A foul shot is one point. A three point shot is three points, you know, within the paint, it's two points. If you don't know the game of basketball, you can't win and you can't measure whether or not you're improving. 
And so most people don't know whether or not they're improving because they haven't defined success for themselves. And we have a whole nother speech on that. But like the important piece is like Kevin said to measure it, but you can't measure a game you haven't defined. And so um, I'll just say the mastery formula quickly. Rep, rep, uh, prep, rep, reflect, perfect. So prep is the prep work that Kevin and I did prior to showing up here. Rep is doing the actual episode or, or live podcast rather. And then reflect. Reflect is where you learn whether or not you got better. So, so, and then perfect is how do you actually implement those changes based on what you learned? Uh, I've said this before, get high on your own supply. What I mean by that is look at your old work, look at your old photos. Uh, fitness wise, Kevin and I are not in the best shape of our lives. What's your mom? We've, it's true. We've been in better shape than we are right now. So we haven't improved. Now we've definitely improved in strength and in, in muscle mass. We have not improved in leanness as of that last beach photo. It's valid. Uh, valid. You so you point. have, to, you have to look at the old photos. I actually thought about this today. I wanted to do a photo of me in high school with a drink in my hand and then me now because I want people to understand that your future can be way brighter than your past if you improve. Um, and I said this on a podcast episode today and I'll end on this, I promise. It really is frustrating wanting extraordinary results without first wanting to become an extraordinary person. Imagine wanting extraordinary finances without without wanting an extraordinary career or extraordinary skills. It's not going to work. You have to want to be an extraordinary person more than you want extraordinary results and then the results will come. I second what Alan said. <laughs> numbers. It, brother. Numbers <laughs> numbers with Jeff. It's the way. Amy, thank you as always. You're the sweetest. Thanks, Amy. Uh, thank you for all the questions. As always, uh, if you are a podcaster, Amy, you're, you're a podcaster now, basically. Uh, you want to grow, scale, monetize your show, please reach out to me. We have a bunch of clients, and I'm very grateful that um, we have a lot of really good reviews, and I'm just grateful that we get to do this every day. Genuinely, it's it's this is a dream come true for Alan and I, and we wouldn't be able to do it without all the amazing members of Next Level Nation and our clients and everybody across the world. So I am grateful for each and every one of you. Alan, you want to say some things? Uh, I just want everyone to know that I, I didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Like Talladega Nights, you guys ever seen that? Oh, it's a good one. It's like I don't know what to do with my hands. I, I'm like, should I do this or should I? Do... Uh, no. So, so if you want to maximize your potential, please reach out to Kevin or myself. If you want to get to the next level, that's what we're here for. Um, you might have to give up the old level to get to the next one, and we can help you do that. Mm, yeah, we've definitely had to do that. Amy's had to do it. Everybody on the team has had to do it. Painful, but if you really want to get to the next level, if you want a next level life, relationship, body, bank account, everything, it does take. It takes contrast and it takes conflict and it takes growth. And all those things are difficult, but you don't have to do it alone. Next Level Nation is there for you. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. No fans, just family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. <laughs> I thought you froze. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you again, Amy. Bye. Say bye, Amy. Bye. <laughs> bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.